Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Going Viral podcast. I'm your host Adesh and I'd be lying if I were to say that I was anything but sad that this podcast is coming to an end. For everyone who's listened and been part of our journey, thank you and for anyone who's listening for the first time, welcome and I hope you enjoy. On the last episode, we interviewed Dr. Dr. Suresh Chopra and asked him for some advice from the medical point of view with questions like, is it safe for us to go out again? Is it safe for us to be flouting the CMCO? On that note, I touched on the topic of students and if it's okay for our students to go home. Well, today's story is about students not wanting to stay home. Not in a bad sense, but wanting to venture out to study. It's about students whose journeys in life is just beginning and students that want to see more of what this world has to offer. I think the title of this episode, Adapt, Improvise and Overcome, will give you all some insight on what this episode's going to be about. Let me start with a story. Dino is an Egyptian international PhD student in the University of Nottingham, Malaysia. And he wants to further his studies in China for more exposure. As some of you might know, Nottingham has a campus in China as well. Unfortunately, due to the rising tide of COVID-19, his plans got derailed. The university did not really update him, so he goes back home. Like Dino, many students, be it local or international, are challenged with the concerns about their futures. What is to become of the plans that they have set for their viable future? In some ways, People might blame this on the inefficiency of the University of Nottingham Malaysia management. But can you really blame them? For them, a pandemic is something as new as it is to us. So obviously there's going to be an adjustment period. No one really knows what to do. So in my opinion, I think it's not really their fault. It's more of a fault of circumstance. However, we have to call a spade a spade. A lot of students complained about the poor management. For example, food vouchers were only given in the first week or two for students who were residing on campus. Many students who went back home found out too late that they could receive a refund on their housing situation on campus. And this was mainly due to late emails by the university. As with everybody else in a pandemic, money is a big issue right now and every little bit of saving helps. The fact that the deadline was so soon maybe played into the hands of the university because a lot of students could not or did not realize this and therefore did not appeal for their refunds in time. According to a poll that we did on Instagram, about 70% of international students stayed on campus while only 30% went home. Some stayed to be more productive, but some stayed because they did not want to risk bringing the virus back home due to traveling. As Asian students studying abroad, in a poll that was asked on Instagram as well, 85% of them said that they did not experience any racial harassment, while 15% of them did. Although this looks like it's a small number, 15% of a population experiencing racial harassment is actually a very bad and worrying thing. Participant A says, I'm gonna say yes that I did suffer harassment, but I'm not 100% certain as some guy yelled something while driving past me. Another person said, yes, I experienced harassment, but not as bad. 
I wore a mask once and everyone was staring. Every single person. I had to be extra careful physically because there was news that some Asian got beat up for wearing a mask in the UK. There was a third participant that we got a response from. And this person said, Mine wasn't too bad as I only received weird stares. It was disturbing, but the friend who did grocery shopping was made fun of because she was wearing a mask. The guy said, A virus carrier is trying to prevent herself from getting it before laughing with his friend. Luckily, she didn't hear it. She's Malaysian, by the way. The rise of COVID-19 is fueling the anti-Asian racism and xenophobia worldwide. This is very bad, ladies and gentlemen. The United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres said on the 8th of May 2020 that the pandemic continues to unleash a tsunami of hate and xenophobia, scapegoating and scaremongering. He also urged governments to act now to strengthen the immunity of our societies against the virus of hate, which in his opinion is more deadly than the pandemic itself. Government leaders and senior officials in some instances have directly or indirectly encouraged hate crimes. They've also been encouraging racism and xenophobia by using anti-Chinese rhetoric. Several political parties and groups, including in the United States, in the UK, in Spain, in Italy, in Greece, in France and in Germany, have also latched onto the COVID-19 crisis to advance anti-immigrant, white supremacist, ultra-nationalist, anti-Semitic and xenophobic conspiracy theories that demonize refugees, foreigners, prominent individuals and political leaders alike. Moving on to some country-specific cases. In the US, anti-Asian incidents have continued since the outbreak of COVID-19, with numerous media reports in February and March about attacks and discriminations linked to COVID-19. By late April, a coalition of Asian-American groups that had created a reporting centre called Stop AAPI Hate said that it received almost 1,500 reports of incidents of racism, hate speech, discrimination and at least 125 physical attacks against Asians and Asian Americans. How is this what the world has come to? This isn't just limited to the US. In the UK, several violent attacks against people of Asian descent were reported when the COVID-19 outbreak began. This unfortunately included several physical attacks and beatings. In early May, Sky News reported the data it had obtained through the Freedom of Information requests to various regional UK police forces showed that at least 267 anti-Asian hate crimes have been recorded across the country between January and March. This is happening even in the East. In India and Sri Lanka, for example, in April, social media WhatsApp groups were flooded by calls for social and economic boycotts of Muslims, including by BJP supporters. Several physical attacks on Muslims have also occurred, including of volunteers distributing relief material amidst falsehoods accusing them of spreading the virus deliberately. Hate speech against Muslims appear to have grown after Indian authorities announced that a large number of Muslims had tested positive for COVID-19. This follows them attending a mass religious congregation in Delhi, which was organized by the international Islamic missionary movement Tablighi Jamaat. Similarly, the Sri Lankan government issued a rule on March 27th that anyone who dies from COVID-19 complications must be cremated, which is at odds with Islamic religious practice. 
The WHO has also said that cremation should be a matter of cultural choice and available resources, as it is not necessary to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Heat is not the way to deal with situations like this. It is very important that we keep a level head and realize that the problem does not stem from race or religion. The problem stems from a lack of awareness. And this lack of awareness can be easily remedied by spreading correct information, by not spreading false information, and by in general just being kind to one another. It shouldn't be a matter of race, religion, colour of skin, or even cultural differences. Ladies and gentlemen, spread love, don't spread hate. How to deal with boredom, as I'm sure many of you are bored because of COVID-19. The obvious answer to dealing with boredom is number one, to pick up a new hobby. I myself discovered that podcasting is actually something that I really, really enjoy. And in my free time, I'm dealing with boredom by learning on how to become a better podcaster. I've been learning on how to use the equipment and the software involved. My girlfriend, who's previously been very against the playing of video games, has recently even started to pick up playing video games. And for this, I'm actually really, really proud of her. Obviously, the circumstances that led to that happening are less than ideal. But again, it is what it is. And at least she's learned something new. She's gotten a new hobby that might carry forward into the post-pandemic era. Those of you who already have hobbies, consider refining your hobbies. For example, if you were an athlete before this and don't really have a chance to compete, use this downtime to practice your footwork, to spend time on a skipping rope, to be lighter on your feet, for example. That helps in sports like badminton and basketball where footwork is key. There's also the mental training aspect of it. Watching videos of strategies and watching lectures by coaches will be a great help and a great fill of time. For those who have hobbies that are not related to fitness and sports, maybe it's time that you spend or invested your time into learning a new sport, be it to play the sport or be it to watch a sport. As people won't have this amount of free time for a very long time once life goes back to normal, use this time productively and wisely. This is the best time that you can get into the dream shape of your life. Obviously, life is not just about physical appearance. But fitness is a very important thing and it's very important to be fit. The healthier a person is, the longer you live. It's simple science, really. This is also a time to catch up with the people you miss. By catching up, I don't mean meeting face to face. This could be just a good reason to sit down at home and call old friends and just catch up on last time. Those of you who have gone back home and are staying with your families for extended periods of time for a long time, You can binge watch TV shows. Yeah, some parents might be resistant to the watching of TV shows initially, just like mine. But once they start getting hooked to a series, and there are quite a number I'll recommend, just DM me on Instagram and I'll let you know. They will be hooked and they will be wanting to watch episode after episode and episode after episode again and again, day after day. This is what I'm actually doing with my parents. We have recently started binging Breaking Bad when my dad was very much against it because he used to say that, I don't want to watch a series about drugs. But when he realized that the story is so damn good, he's now hooked. Of course, I can't take all the credit for that. My sister 
has been pestering him to watch it as well. But uh, I think me being at home was kind of the pushing factor that put, that tipped him over and got him to start watching. And my mom has always been game to watch shows like that, but she just watches whatever my dad chooses because she's not really the type who's uh, tech savvy or knows how to navigate Netflix. And she doesn't really care much about what she watches, but she's having a blast and she's grateful that we managed to convince my dad to watch it. Planning for the future can be a hobby as well. Planning a bucket list is part of that. Having a post-COVID-19 bucket list is actually a very good thing to do because you'll have a lot of things to look forward to and to keep positive about. Yes, maybe some of these things might not come to fruition, but planning and having a list means that even if a couple of things from that list can't come true, it means that you'll have backups and you'll still have a lot of things to look forward to. The last segment is going to refer to what we were talking about before talking about hobbies. I spoke about racism around the world, but now I'm going to tell you guys a little bit on how to deal with racism. Check this out guys, you're not going to guess what number one is. <laughs> Best way to deal with racism according to my groupmates who made this list for me is to not be a racist. <laughs> Thanks Rebecca, shout out to you. Actually, she has a point, you know, because if someone decides that you don't want to be a racist, it's already a sign that someone wants to make a change in their life. And that change is a change for the betterment of society as a whole. As much as I maybe chuckled at this point when I was reading it, I think that there is quite a bit of truth in that. It's important to not want to be racist because that's half the game won. It's important to remember that nobody enjoys racism. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, yellow, red, green, blue, pink, purple, or whatever color you are. Nobody enjoys racism. We have to get rid of it, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know what I call racists during this pandemic? I call them COVIDiots. Because they really are idiots caused by COVID, or rather enabled by it. They're just looking for a reason to hate on people, and that's not good. Another way to deal with racism, especially since in some cases it might be inevitable in the short term, is to not travel alone. Travel with friends because people are less likely to target you when you're in groups. Or better yet, don't travel at all. Stay at home. Stay safe, guys. I mean, if number one and number two don't work, just carry some pepper spray. They'll get them. And number four, learn how to love. It's not very hard to love someone, even if they don't love you back or if they don't show it towards you. All you have to do is ask yourself this. If someone is projecting anger or projecting hate towards you, maybe they were shown that anger or that hate previously in their lives. Maybe they deserve to be loved and maybe that'll open their eyes towards the power of love. Is the end to a series about COVID called the Covending? Alright folks, that wraps up our five-part series on the COVID-19 pandemic. 
I'd like to extend my sincerest of thank yous towards each and every one of you who's tuned in with us and who's made it this far. I hope our podcast kept you all well entertained and also kept you well informed about the current situation out there in the world. Remember to spread love and not spread hate as we're all humans. Again, I'm going to say it one more time. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay clean. Adesh signing out.